Hello and welcome to another episode of Cam CJ. I just want to say a big thank you to all my listeners and uh, thank you for all the great conversations that have come out of the episodes I've shared here. Thank you for sharing your stories with me and um, and for staying with me this uh, this long. I'm so grateful. I truly appreciate the time that you've put into listening, uh, leaving a review or sharing with your friends. Uh, thank you so much. I I'm here again. It's my it's my birthday weekend and Easter weekend. I just thought because I missed an episode in March because I had uh, some family business to attend to. So I'm I thought okay, you know what? I'm going to release two um episodes back to back kind of and then we'll get back on track in April. Okay, so I hope that you can sit down and relax, grab a cup of something and enjoy the episode. On today's episode, I will be talking about the COVID vaccine and how some religious leaders have just gone ahead and made a mess of the whole thing. So, um yeah, so just let's dive in, stay with me and let's uh, let's see where this takes us. As you know, as usual, I'm probably going to go off tangent here and there. I'm probably going to lose my way. But hey, that's what the podcast is about. So by now you must be used to that. So let's get into it. Um, so I was thinking uh, this conversation came up a few times over the past few weeks about the COVID vaccine and people's uh, feelings or reactions to it and how some people don't trust it and some people just can't wait to get it and, you know, that type of thing. And then um, two weeks ago, I I just started thinking about health, like medicine and religion and why why some religious leaders almost act as if they are opposed to one another. And personally, I don't really think so. I think that there's a, there's a place for both. And, and if you're not a Christian listening to this, it may not make sense to you. And you may just, you may skip if you want to, but I'm, I'm talking about this as a Christian and I'm probably directing this to Christians as well because I feel like they will have like a better understanding of what I mean. So it's like uh, some people think that, oh, if you're sick, you know, like you, you have sickness, you know, you shouldn't be sick. If you're a Christian, if you have faith, then you should never fall sick and never go to the hospital and never have any need for medication. And so in thinking about that, I started to think, well, what about the people who have prayed for wisdom and knowledge and um, and gone to study medicine? And so the people who are doctors and the people who are pharmacists and chemists and, you know, all these people who are working in this line of work, some of them are Christian, like some of them are maybe like pastors, children and like Christians on their own. And this is their source of livelihood. This is how they feed their families. This is how they meet their own needs. This is their daily bread. And so we're all praying to God for our daily bread. We're all praying to God for provision. And then 
on one hand, there are people who are saying, oh, well, I would never go to the hospital. So if all Christians came together and said, I will not go to the hospital, I believe that I would pray and be healed, then who, how is that doctor going to take care of his family? How is he going to pay his bills or her bills? And and then should Christians not be studying medicine? And should Christians not be making medicine? Because if other Christians are not going to use it, then are you saying like, okay, this is something that, this is the line of work, that if you're a Christian and you go into it, you're only going to it, going into it to serve non-Christians. You know, I, I honestly, honestly, I believe in miracles and I believe that God does heal and that we can pray with faith and be healed. And I also believe that we have doctors and we have science to go alongside that. I don't I don't think that they are opposed to each other. I feel that there there is a place for both. And I have so much respect for all the people who've poured in their time, their resources. I honestly when I think about the people working on the COVID vaccine, I just imagine all these guys in their lab coats sleep deprived, just like snacking on junk food, just getting by and racing against the clock to be able to get this vaccine out and restore some sort of normalcy to the world. And I have so much respect for them. And I think that I honestly believe that God, this is how God, God answers prayers in different ways. Can you imagine if people weren't, didn't take the smallpox vaccine, if people didn't take the polio vaccine, if people didn't take meningitis and like all these things, can you imagine the kind of world that we would live in? And then it's going to be like, oh my gosh, like maybe these people have sinned. And so God has sent down all these diseases to ravage their nation. However, it's like there is a solution to all these things. There is a way out. And I believe that that way is an answered prayer. I believe, I don't know if I'm even making sense in my head, although this is connecting. So this was going to be an episode on its own. But then yes, two days ago, I saw, I was it yesterday? Yesterday, a friend of mine sent me a link to a Nigerian pastor's, um, like a video from a Nigerian pastor. Now, if you're Nigerian, you know that we have like a whole bunch, like a breed of charlatans who like say that they're Christians and they're pastors and they come up with the most ridiculous things. They call that Christianity and they have a huge following, huge, huge, massive crowds of people who believe in the, the, whatever it is that they're, they're preaching. And they just take advantage of these people for their own financial gain. And they take their money. They live very lavish lives. They have private jets and even mansions. They're like their kids all school abroad. They, they live such ostentatious lifestyles. And the people who they've built this lifestyle off their backs are dying in poverty. They are the ones who like when they get sick, they have to go to the public health system, which is awful in Nigeria. Their kids are going to like public schools because they can't afford the private schools. They can't even afford to go to like the next door African country, how much more to travel overseas. And but they take whatever little money they get and they take it to fund these pastors' lifestyles. So I have no respect for them. I It really, really irritates me to no end. It angers me. So, okay, anyway, 
that, this, that group of pastors. So one of those people, one of those uh, pastors was saying, telling his congregation, was actually preaching to his congregation and asking them not to take the COVID vaccine because they would turn to vampires. I, I, I had... <laughs> Two people had told me this in passing and I did not believe it. I was like, maybe it was because I honestly thought that maybe it was a, um, what do they call those things? I don't know. Like you, <laughs> you can tell that I am not, uh, tech savvy at all, but the, you know, the things like on Instagram where people would take a video that somebody made and then, um, like layer it with a different audio. So that's what I thought it was. I thought it was like some kind of joke. But it turns out it's not a joke. He actually starts to break down nonsense, that just absolute nonsense as an explanation for how people who took the COVID-19 would, would turn to vampires and start to like suck blood and look for blood. Like such a stupid thing. But he, he said it and there are people who believe it. And so these people are not going to go and take the vaccine. Then there's another one another Nigerian preacher as well, who actually, my sister sent me a link and he's been fined in the UK. He was like slammed a huge fine for going on TV and broadcasting that the COVID, um, the COVID-19 a vaccine, that COVID-19 was a hoax and people shouldn't take the vaccine and um, just disseminating nonsense information like i don't even want to call it fake news because news in it, it news shouldn't even be used in the same sentence that's the nonsense that they're they're saying but he was fined 125,000 pounds which to be honest i know that it's money off like it's not going to it's like a drop in the bucket for him because these people are millionaires and millionaires in foreign currency not even like millionaires in nigerian money no <laughs> and so he um so yeah, he so he was slammed this one hundred and twenty five thousand, and I know he's gonna pay it. But another another friend of mine was telling me how he was with a group of people, and there was a guy who goes to this um this guy's church who was saying how um COVID was as a result of five G and um and the government is fooling people and there's no COVID and to, and just you know, just going on and on about how. There was no COVID. And in that crowd was somebody who had, I think she lost her mom or like her mom just barely survived COVID. And so can you imagine how angry she was? And it just devolved into something else. But these kind of conversations happen all the time because there are groups of people who think that this is not real. It's the government somehow. And then they feel like there is uh, maybe, I don't know what they think the vaccine is. And I was listening to, there was a preacher who I was listening to the other day. And he's like, you think they're watching, they're going to watch you through the vaccine. They're already watching you. Like, honestly, if you have any sort of internet presence right now, if the government, if whoever it is, I don't know who they're afraid of, whether the government or I honestly don't know, whoever it it is that you're afraid of getting your information, they can probably, they probably already have it or they can get it. But then I think for me, I always ask myself, what are they using my information for? Like, I understand that there are hackers who are trying to maybe get into your bank account and that level of, of, um, of breach, I can understand, <laughs> but I don't, like, I, I just cannot understand 
how going to get a COVID vaccine is going to like impact my life so negatively and expose me to some kind of, you know, attack or like evil attack from the government or from aliens or from, you know, whoever it is. I just, I cannot, I don't understand it. And it just makes me so angry because we're working so hard to try to deal with this virus and make our world safe again. Like Vancouver right now, we're on another wave. I've lost track. I don't even know. At first it was the second wave. And now I think I don't know if it's a third wave or if it's, I don't know what it is. But we're not allowed to dine indoors anymore. The um, They just were going to lift the services they're going to open up churches again and limit um i think people had to register to go in and that kind of thing they've had some measures in place but they were going to open the doors again and now that's been shut and i think whistler was shut down as well so there's all these things going on and life is not normal right now it's not imagine all the people who work at restaurants and make their living of some kind of hospitality job, imagine how there's a small diner near me where I was going to take my family for Dutch pancakes on my birthday. They're really small family business. And because they don't have a COVID um, patio, they're not going to be open. They can't afford to open on any day that there's a slight chance of rain because indoor dining is not allowed. They can, they can put chairs outside, but they don't have a COVID patio. And I don't know if they can afford to cover it because businesses are struggling. People are really suffering. And so when I hear people saying, I'm not going to take this vaccine, that's an entitled stand because clearly you've never maybe lost anyone to this virus. You haven't gotten the virus. Your life is not impacted by it. And that's why you can sit on your high horse and make that kind of decision. On the contrary, there are people who are unable to work, unable to see their families, unable to connect. Like my, my kids have not seen their grandparents since they saw my parents at Christmas of 20, 2019. And then they saw my husband's family in March of 2020, just before everything shut down. So they haven't seen them since then. And, and I'm sure there are tons of other people who haven't seen their families who haven't been able to work, who haven't gone to school. And so there are a lot of lives who are impact, that are impacted by these. People's mental health is suffering. And to hear someone say for no reason, like it's different if you have a medical condition that doesn't allow you to be able to take this, or if there's, um, you know, if you have some kind of allergic reaction to it, I, I can understand that. But then trying to mask that in religion, and not only are you not taking it, but you're also using your influence to get thousands of people to not take this. And like, it's just, it makes me so angry. It really does. It makes me so angry. And then again, you can look at it like as, as a Christian, we're called to love, to love our neighbors, to love the people around us, to make the world that we live in a better place because we're in it. And then you're by refusing to take the vaccine, by refusing and basically shunning medicine, you're not caring for your neighbor. You clearly don't, you obviously don't care how your neighbor gets his money. And like if, because if you have a neighbor who's a doctor, and when I say neighbor, I'm not using it like literally the person who lives next door. I'm just saying there are people who, again, are doctors and scientists and, and pharmacists and, and all of that. And if you just say, well, 
I'm just going to pray this away and and I'm not going to do anything on my end. I'm not going to go to the hospital. I'm not going to take the vaccine. Are you really thinking about these people and all the hard work they've put into it? So anyway, um, yeah, this was not going to be a long episode at all. I just wanted to just say, like, obviously, I can't force anyone to take the vaccine. My opinion is my opinion, and it doesn't really mean much to anyone. But I, we will be taking the vaccine when it comes around. My family will be taking it. And I'm just so grateful to everyone who has sacrificed their time, their resources and everything to try and to save lives and to to make this vaccine a reality. And I have friends who've lost their loved ones to to the virus and my heart really does go out to them. And I am sorry because I can only imagine how you must feel when you hear somebody say that this this um, virus is not real or you hear somebody say that they're not going to take the vaccine when they happen to be alive and have that privilege to make that that choice. So, um, yeah, that brings me to the end of today's episode. I hope you think about it and I hope you pause and think and make the right decision about this just so that our world can be safe again okay yeah that's it have a great weekend and enjoy your easter bye